This is First News on News Radio 1290 WNBF Binghamton and WNBF.com. Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Here's Bob Joseph. Reporting live from the WNBF News Center in downtown Binghamton at 71 at 604. Today should be mostly sunny for most of the day. Could get interesting, though, in the afternoon with storms coming through the area, showers and thunderstorms, generally after 4 this afternoon. High today, 89. Forecasters say there's a slight risk for severe thunderstorms during the afternoon and evening hours. The main threat from thunderstorms will be very heavy downpours, damaging winds, and hail. Also, looking ahead to the next couple of days, severe thunderstorms will be possible tomorrow and Thursday, especially during the afternoon and early evening hours. Some of those storms could produce damaging winds and very heavy downpours. The risk for flooding will increase Thursday as tropical moisture will potentially move into the Twin Tiers. Authorities say a man was injured during an exchange of gunfire involving Broome County Sheriff's deputies in the town of Windsor. Investigators say deputies were sent to a home on Cascade Valley Road at about 12.30 Saturday morning after someone fired a gun toward a vehicle. That vehicle had been turning around near the end of a driveway. According to the sheriff's office, deputies were confronted by a man armed with a handgun. There was an exchange of gunfire, and a projectile struck the man in the shoulder. He was taken to Wilson Medical Center in Johnson City. His name and condition have not been released. No sheriff's deputies were hurt in that incident. WNBF News Time 606. Johnson City Police are looking for the bike-riding bandit. A Main Street bank branch was robbed by a masked man who then rode off on a small mountain bicycle. The robber reportedly displayed a handgun at the NBT Bank at 331 Main Street at about 1.20 Friday afternoon. He left the office just north of Wilson Medical Center with some cash, Authorities say the man was last seen riding the bike in the area of St. Charles Street, just a short distance from the bank. Police are asking people with security cameras in the area to view the video recorded, say from 1.20 to about 2.15 Friday afternoon. If you see a suspicious-looking person on a mountain bike, you might want to contact the Johnson City Police Detectives. That video might prove helpful in their investigation. The Broome County Sheriff's Office is trying to find people responsible for damage at the town of Maine Park. Sometime between Wednesday and Saturday morning, people vandalized property at the park behind the Maine Memorial Elementary School on Route 26. Authorities say sheds and buildings were broken into and some items were taken. The words lost boys were spray painted on buildings at the park. And people with information about this incident may contact the Broome County Sheriff's Office Detective Division. WNBF News Time 608. And nearby, right next to the park, is the solar facility. That's operated 
for the Maine Endwell School District only three months after that solar farm went online in the town of Maine. There were some concerns expressed by nearby residents. The operator of a business located just south of the site on Route 26 had said the grounds around the system had been neglected. He said there were weeds everywhere, and he called it a disaster. The solar array was built adjacent to the elementary school. District Superintendent Jason Van Fossen acknowledged that scrub brush had grown around the facility. He said the district consulted with Renovus Solar, its partner on the project, to discuss the issue. Over the past few days, appropriate equipment was brought to the site and that growth was cleared. Van Fossen told WNBF News the district now plans to mow around the solar system on a regular basis. The facility consists of more than 6,200 solar panels on a 15-acre site. That facility is designed to generate enough electricity to meet the Maine Endwell School District's power needs. Where news breaks first, this is News Radio 1290, WNBF, WNBF.com, WNBF News Time, 6. Welcome to First News Binghamton. Now, Doug Mosier with sports on News Radio 1290, WNBF. Third, nobody out. Pitch. Swing and a line drive. Base hit down the left field line. It scores Lindor. It rolls to the wall. Smith's on his way to third. He's being waved home. Relay throw to the plate. Coming in too late. Dominic Smith scores sliding across the plate safely. Pete Alonso has given the Mets the lead. It's 3-1 to one on a two-run double. And uh, they weren't done yet either after that seventh inning tie. Two-run double also uh, scoring another run. And ended up winning the, the matchup of the National League Division leaders over the Brewers, 4-2. to two. The New York Mets win. The Mets win. I'm tired of hearing the saying the Yankees win. St. Louis, Miami, Pittsburgh, Philadelphia, Washington, all winners in the National League. Yankees did not play yesterday. Minnesota, Tampa Bay, and Detroit, and Boston, all winners. Rumble Ponies back in action here at home. they got a six-game home series they're opening up tonight against the New Hampshire Fisher Cats. It's Essential Workers Week, so all week long at the stadium, they'll be paying tribute to our essential workers, including uh, people in the healthcare profession, police, fire, EMTs, and heroes abound. So come on out and have some fun. Root on your ponies. They're at home for six games. First pitch tonight, 6.35 p.m. Well, the NBA, we're all set now for the finals. Two teams that have not been in there in some years, the Phoenix Suns and the Milwaukee Bucks. Milwaukee have not, has not been in there since 1974. Yeah, it was just when Nixon left office. 1974. Wow. Suns hasn't, haven't been there since, I think, the early 90s. I can't remember. It's been years, but it's nice to see some new blood. So tonight, game one, Milwaukee Bucks at Phoenix to take on the Suns. I don't know if Giannis will play tonight or not. I don't think he will, but... I'm just guessing right now. National Hockey League yesterday, Montreal Canadiens staved off losing uh, the series completely and avoided a four-game sweep as they beat the Tampa Bay Lightning in overtime, 3-2. to two. Just barely got by. Josh Anderson's second goal of the night came 357 into OT. Gave the Canadiens a 3-2 victory there. So game number five, is that game number five? Will be in Tampa. If they don't get hurricaned out. 
All right. And yesterday, this weekend, I should say, some excitement at Enjoy. The Dick's Sporting Goods Open, the 50th Dick's Sporting Goods Open, saw Cameron Beckman win, has come from behind victory, went minus four on Sunday to finish minus 12, and secured the 2021 Dick's Sporting Goods Open. Ernie Els came in in second and several coming in, I believe, third place. Uh, an, exciting, an exciting tournament and uh, definitely one that uh, we were glad to see back again. You can check it out at WNBF.com along with our past winners of the Dick Sporting Goods Open. Some of those are in there as well on our gallery. And that's a look at sports. WNBF First News Time, 614. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Well, possibly some showers and thunderstorms this afternoon. Could make things interesting, some gusty winds and, and things like that there. Otherwise, though, mostly sunny today. Your WNBF Twin Tiers forecast. High going to be in the upper 80s. Tonight, partly cloudy, chance of showers and thunderstorms overnight. Again, some heavy, gusty winds and heavy rain. And uh, tomorrow's high will be pretty much the same. Carbon copy of today. Mostly sunny, chance of showers and thunderstorms. And a high in the upper 80s. Right now, we're at 71. Very mild out there. It is the 6th of July, though. WNBF First News Time is 614. Doug Mosier along with Bob Joseph this week in for Kathy White. And we will check the date book coming. That's one small step yesterday. I never told anybody to lie. It's Doug's Datebook on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Yes, July the 6th already, huh? Wow. 1959, the Coasters. Coasters recorded Poison Ivy in New York back in 1959. 1966 guitarist Eric Clapton joined bassist Jack Bruce and drummer Ginger Baker to form the band Cream. A great group, too. 1976, Loggins and Messina broke up. And in 1980, the No Nukes, the film documentary of anti-nuclear benefit concerts, premiered in New York among the performers Jackson Brown, the Doobie Brothers, and James Taylor. And on this date, 1981. On an expressway in New York's Long Island, we lost the late, great Harry Chapin, one of the greatest singer-songwriters and philanthropists of our time, big support of world hunger, and, of course, one, wrote the greatest anthem for radio people ever. I am the morning DJ at That's right, the bright and happy morning voice. Uh, all right, anyway, Harry Chapin. We lost Harry on this day in 1981. Famous folks celebrating today, singer William Bell, 82. Reuben Blades, actor, is 73. Stuart Copeland of The Police, 69 today. 
Phoebe Cates, actress, is 58. Actor Jonathan Adams from Last Man Standing is 54. Will Ferrell, also 54 today. Those are the famous folks that are celebrating along with us. Bob Joseph in for Kathy White this week. We'll hear from him coming up here in about 10 minutes as we get to headlines for you on the half and uh, get you up to date with what's going on around our area. WNBF First News Time is 621. We're at 71 degrees right now. Time for A Better Life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta, presented by UHS. A Better Life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. No matter how hard you try, you can't hide your stress from your kids. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent. You and I have never met, but I'm willing to bet you're juggling a lot right now. That can understandably take a toll, and according to some interesting new research, you should be honest about that with your kids, within reason, of course. Researchers at Washington State University just published a study that found parents who told their kids, don't worry, I'm fine, had more trouble connecting with them. The kids were able to sense that something was wrong, and they shut down. The researchers called it a self-fulfilling dynamic. Their advice, don't stress about your stress. Or as the study's author put it, when we express our emotions and show that they are mentionable and manageable, we teach our kids that they can do the same. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, helping you live a better life. When the forgotten poor are in need of healing, they wait for a ship unlike any other. Mercy Ships, a floating hospital staffed by volunteers, heroes of mercy who donate their time to save lives. Every human has the right to have a place at the table of the human race. If you could just see the smiles that you get when lives have been changed, then it would make it all worth it. To learn more about Heroes of Mercy, go to mercyships.org. With double the seasoned beef and a large drink all for $5, Taco Bell's Grande Nachos truly deserves a Grande intro, perhaps with a Grande beat box. Said it's crunchy, cheesy. Beat, actually, that sounded better in my head. Go get the $5 Grande Nachos before they make a every, every exit. Mm, nope, only a Taco Bell. At limited participating locations for a limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Tax extra. Drinks exclude freezes. Double the seasoned beef as compared to the Nachos Bell Grande. is WNBF First News. Here's Doug Mosher. Headliners of the No Nukes film documentary from 1980. Doobie Brothers, right there. And Eyes of Silver. Good morning, Doug Mosher, along with Bob Joseph and for Kathy White. This week, Bob will be joining us in a couple of minutes with local headlines for you as well. We'll keep you up to date with what you have may have missed over the weekend and hope it was a good one for you. Let's check in with Wall Street. Traders headed back to work will fund the NASDAQ composite and the Standard and Poor's 500 sitting at new record highs. 
The Dow Jones had also advanced 152 points going into the long holiday weekend. Retail investors who've driven so-called meme stocks like GameStop and AMC are not slowing down. Data from Vanda Research says individual investors bought nearly $28 billion worth of stocks and exchange-traded funds last month, the most in at least six years. Tyson Foods is recalling nearly 8.5 million pounds of ready-to-eat chicken over concerns about listeria. Those products were all produced at one Missouri plant between last December and April and then shipped nationwide. Winemaker Moet Hennessy has halted shipments of champagne to Russia after that country passed a law declaring that only Russian sparkling wine may be called champagne. Even some Russian wine aficionados think the new law goes way too far. Jim Ryan, ABC News. Thank you, Jim. WNBF First News Time 629. Don't forget the Dan Bongino show coming your way tonight, at, or tonight this afternoon, that is, uh, following Bob Joseph with Binghamton Now from 9 to noon. So all programs back again. Our regularly scheduled broadcast day uh, is all the same except for Bob is in today for Kathy. That's the only difference. Uh, but we'll uh, keep you updated on what's going on throughout the morning into this afternoon, and uh, we'll do it again tomorrow, too, Lord willing. All right. WNBF First News Time is 6.30. Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Here's Bob Joseph. Reporting live from the WNBF News Center in downtown Binghamton. It's 71 right now. And the forecast today, mostly sunny. With showers and thunderstorms developing late in the day, probably after 4 o'clock, some of those storms could produce gusty winds and heavy rain, high 89. Forecasters are offering some guidance in terms of the severe weather threat for today. It should be a slight risk during the late afternoon and evening. The main threat today would be thunderstorms with very heavy downpours, damaging winds, and hail. Severe thunderstorms also, though, will be possible both tomorrow and Thursday during the afternoon and early evening hours. A July 4th fireworks incident in Michigan has claimed the life of an NHL player. We get the story from ABC's Andrea Fujihi. The NHL starting Game 4 of the Stanley Cup with a moment of silence for goalie Matisse Kivlenix. We extend our deepest sympathies to his family, friends, and teammates. Kivlenix killed by fireworks, according to authorities, after a 4th of July celebration turned deadly. He made some highlight reel saves on some star players. And- Kivlenix, a goaltender for the Columbus Blue Jackets who made his debut in 2020. Police say the 24-year-old was at a private gathering Sunday night when a mortar-style firework tilted downward and shot towards a group of people in a hot tub. Could be a week or so in the hospital for Pope Francis. He's recovering from a colorectal procedure that was done over the weekend. The Vatican says he had part of his left colon removed in a three-hour surgery on Sunday. The National Catholic Reporter's Vatican correspondent, Joshua McElwee, says Vatican officials seem to think the 84-year-old Pope will bounce back quickly after the procedure. It may take him a few days to recover, but I think we'll expect to see him back at the Vatican, back at his normal schedule, 
probably next week. WNBF News Time 632. Authorities say a man was hurt during an exchange of gunfire involving Broome County Sheriff's deputies in the town of Windsor. Investigators said deputies were sent to a residence on Cascade Valley Road at about 1230 Saturday morning after someone fired a gun toward a vehicle. That vehicle apparently was turning around near the end of a driveway at the home. According to the sheriff's office, deputies were confronted by a man who was armed with a handgun. There was an exchange of gunfire, and a projectile struck the man in the shoulder. He was taken to Wilson Medical Center in Johnson City. His name hasn't been released, and we don't know his condition. We're told that no sheriff's deputies were hurt in that incident in the town of Windsor. Johnson City police say a Main Street Bank branch was robbed by a guy wearing a mask who then rode off on a small mountain bike. The bandit reportedly displayed a handgun at the NBT Bank at 331 Main Street around 1.20 Friday afternoon. He left the office just north of Wilson Medical Center with some cash. Authorities say the man was last seen riding the bike in the area of St. Charles Street, a short distance from the bank. Police are asking people in the neighborhood who might have security camera footage to check out their video recorded between 1.20 and 2.15 Friday afternoon. If you see anything interesting or curious, you might want to call the Johnson City Police Detectives. You might be able to help them track down the robber. WNBF News Time 634. It was just three months ago after the new solar facility went online in the town of Maine, and now we have been hearing some concern from people who live and work nearby. The operator of one business located just south of the site on Route 26 told us that the grounds around the system had been neglected with weeds everywhere. He called it a disaster. That solar array was built on property owned by the Maine Edwell School District. It's adjacent to the Maine Memorial Elementary School. District Superintendent Jason Van Fossen acknowledged that scrub brush had grown around the facility. He said the district consulted with Renova Solar, its partner on the solar project, to talk about the issue. Over the past few days, they brought in some appropriate equipment, and the growth has been cleared. Van Fossen said the district now plans to mow around the solar farm on a regular basis. That facility consists of 6,240 solar panels on a 15-acre site. The facility is designed to generate enough electricity to meet the Maine Endwell School District's needs. Where news breaks first, this is News Radio 1290 WNBF. WNBF.com, WNBF News Times 630. Welcome to First News Binghamton. Now, Doug Mosier with sports on News Radio 1290 WNBF. And let's start with the NHL Finals. Tampa Bay up 3 0 against the Canadiens yesterday, looking to close things out, but will Montreal have anything to say about it? Lightning trying to set it up, but Anderson's able to get it out, and he'll turn the corner on Ruta. He's got a man in front. Ruta gets back. Chance by Caulfield. Anderson scores! Josh Anderson, the overtime hero. I love to hear those hockey guys. They get really fired up, don't they? Josh Anderson's second goal of the night came 357 into OT to... uh, capitalize a win and to keep the Canadians alive. Oh, Canada, they're alive for another game, another day. Uh, The next game, of course, game number five will be in Tampa Bay. Coach John Cooper 
for the bolts. You can't pick your adversity. So you hit a little, little bit of it, and you have to fight your way through it. And uh, it's just something we're going to have to fight our way through. So... Um, we can't hang our hat that we're going home. The guy's got a good voice. I mean, he should be in radio. All right, so we'll find out 3-1 to one right now, going back to Tampa for the fifth game, looking to close it out. National League yesterday, the New York Mets doing it. Pete Alonso, seventh inning tie with a two-run double off all-star Brandon Woodruff. The battle of the uh, number one division leaders, the Mets and the Brewers, went to the Mets. Four to two yesterday. Miami, Pittsburgh, Philadelphia, Washington, St. Louis winners. Yankees didn't play. American League, Minnesota, Tampa Bay, Detroit, Boston winners. Rumble Ponies in town for a six-game home series beginning tonight against the New Hampshire Fisher Cats here. It's also Essential Workers Week all week long. The Ponies will recognize teachers, uh, first responders, EMTs, firefighters, police, and heroes abound all week long. At the stadium. So come on out, root on your ponies. First pitch tonight, 6.35 p.m. First game tonight in the NBA Finals in Phoenix as Phoenix will host game one against the Milwaukee Bucks. Don't think Giannis Antetokounmpo will play, but it's going to be a good series. Both teams have not been there in a long time, so it's nice to see some new teams in there instead of seeing Seth Curry and LeBron every year, you know? Eh, you know, all right, but I'm kind of sick of it. All right, so this will be an interesting series. Both teams haven't been in in decades. So uh, we'll see what happens there. And the uh, Atlanta Hawks have signed Nate McMillan. They finally have done it. Uh, We were talking about that the other day, even though uh, Atlanta didn't make it to the finals. uh, They were defeated by the Bucs the other night. But uh, Hawks general manager Travis Schlenk says an agreement was on place Monday morning, which rightly so. To nail down, Nate McMillan did a great job with Atlanta, closing out the season 27-11, and 11, replacing Lloyd Pierce and uh, taking on my New York Knicks and beating us and then defeating the top-seeded Philadelphia 76ers. They did a hell of a thing, believe me, nothing to hang your head on for sure. So the Hawks look, uh, look to improve their team maybe next year and keep their head coach too. And it was the Dick's Sporting Goods Open this weekend. A lot of excitement here at Enjoy. And uh, the winner, Cameron Beckman. His great come-from-behind win. Ernie Els came in second, and several players followed. It was a fun weekend. It was an exciting weekend. Thanks to Roger Neal for bringing reports in all weekend long uh, for the Dick's Sporting Goods Open 50th anniversary tournament. And what a tournament it was. That's a look at sports. WNBF First News Time, 641. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Could see some afternoon thunder boomers, gusty winds, and storms, and heavy downpours, and all that stuff. Otherwise, they're mostly sunny today. Highs will be in the upper 80s. Tonight, chance of showers and thunderstorms, partly cloudy overnight mid-60s. And then we're going to do it again tomorrow. Same thing as today. Mostly sunny, but those showers and thunderstorms rolling in possibly in the afternoon with some gusty winds and heavy rain possible. High again in the upper 80s. Right now we're at 71 degrees. It's WNBF's First News Binghamton. Doug Moser along with Bob Joseph this morning in for Kathy White this week. We'll get headlines from Bob coming up top of the hour following ABC News. 71 degrees at 6. 
Welcome to First News Binghamton on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Here's Doug Mosier. Uh, here we go with the floppy microphone again. I can find that screwdriver. Kathy had it hidden somewhere around here. Well, good morning and welcome. 71 degrees to start things off with here. As uh, we get into, um, well, it's a short work week for a lot of people. If you're starting work today on a Tuesday, it's not Monday. So hope you had a good weekend. Man, I'll tell you, I, I, I did a lot of work yes, uh, over the weekend, but uh, taking care of wood, mowing the lawn, I don't know, taking care of the pool, doing all kinds of things around the house. You know, it just seemed like I was moving every minute. It was, it was good for me, though. It was good for me to get around, move, get my butt in gear, you know. And had a little time to relax and spend a little time with family. And I hope you had a chance to do the same as well. We're at 71 degrees on our way to temperatures today in the upper 80s. It's going to be a hot one, but we're also going to be bringing in some showers and thunderstorms most likely this afternoon. And they could produce gusty winds and heavy rain. And we could see that in tomorrow afternoon as well. So uh, right now... That's the weather picture here. We're at 71 degrees. Apparently a Russian commercial plane is missing. More on that. ABC's Patrick Revel. The passenger flight with 28 people on board disappeared from radar as it came into land at a remote village on the Kamchatka Peninsula in Russia's Far East, nearly 4,000 miles from Moscow. The Soviet-built Antonov-26 was flying from Kamchatka's regional capital to the village Palana. Russian state media report emergency services believe the plane may have crashed into the sea during poor weather. Russian Navy ships have joined the search. Patrick Revel, ABC News, Moscow. Thank you, Patrick. WNBF First News Time is 6.48 right now. And it is time for our consumer and tech update. Here's Kim Commando. Here's a nightmare scenario. You're trapped in a small space and you can't get out. Now let's add, that small space is on fire. And you have a real-life Tesla nightmare. I'm Kim Commando with more, brought to you by T-Mobile. Their advanced network now goes farther than ever before. Visit T-Mobile.com slash 55 today. A Tesla Model S plant. Tesla's fastest car burst into flames while the new owner was just driving it down the street. The fire fried some of the electronics, trapping the driver inside for a short time. He did escape. The car was fully engulfed and destroyed. The National Highway Traffic Safety Administration says it's still trying to figure out what happened. This is not to imply in any way that a Tesla Model S Plaid is flawed or unsafe. When it's not on fire, this car is crazy fast. Top speed, 200 miles an hour. Zero to 60 in two, that's two seconds. 400 miles on each charge. Prices start at $131,000. The fire department is extra. Get more tech news 24-7 at commando.com. Today, so many small business owners like me were just busier than ever. Because we're all focused on managing and growing our businesses, we can't always spend the time that we wish we could on recruiting. But that's so important. LinkedIn Jobs has made it easier than ever to find the most qualified candidates. And the best part of all, it's free. Get started by posting your job for free to reach LinkedIn's vast and diverse network of 740 million professionals. Fill out targeted screening questions to get your role in front of the most qualified candidates with the experience, skills, and motivation that you need. And this is great. Use simple tools to filter and prioritize the top candidates that you'd like to interview. That's how LinkedIn Jobs will help you hire the right person for your role fast. And get this, your first job post is free. Visit linkedin.com slash Kim. That's linkedin.com slash Kim to post your first job for free. Do it now while you're thinking about it. linkedin.com slash Kim. Terms of- 
traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Well, traffic looking good this morning. Really no accidents to report anywhere as people return to work. Many people uh, having a three-day weekend and doing some traveling as well. But we'll keep you updated on that. Right now, nothing really to report. Your WNBF Twin Tiers forecast, mostly sunny, but we do have some showers and thunderstorms likely this afternoon. And they could produce gusty winds and heavy rain. High today going to be in the upper 80s. Tonight, partly cloudy. Chance of showers and thunderstorms, mid-60s. And pretty much a carbon copy of today for Wednesday. Same deal, mostly sunny. Could see some storms in the afternoon with gusty winds and heavy rain. And again, upper 80s, near 90 for our high. So, yeah, the dog days of summer officially start July 11th. But I think... uh, The doggies are here, and we're at 71 degrees right now. Let's get an entertainment update. Here's Jason Nathanson. ABC Entertainment News. Many remembering director Richard Donner. Easy, miss. I've got you. Man behind Superman, Lethal Weapon movies, and The Goonies. Goonies executive producer Steven Spielberg says Donner was all kid, all heart, all the time. And, of course, the greatest Goonie of all. Goonies star Sean Astin recalled that Donner had the biggest, boomiest voice you could imagine and a wonderful laugh. And Lethal Weapon star Danny Glover says working with Donner on the franchise was one of the proudest moments of his life and his heart is broken. Richard Donner died Monday at the age of 91. Blake Shelton and Gwen Stefani now happily ever after. Married over the holiday weekend. Multiple reports say it was an intimate affair at Shelton's Oklahoma ranch. The two have been together for six years. The CBS summer reality show Big Brother hasn't even started yet, and already there's drama. One of the new house guests had to be replaced after testing positive for COVID-19. The new season premieres tomorrow. And rapper 50 Cent is 45 today. Jason Athens in ABC News, Hollywood. Thank you, Jason. WNBF First News Time is 6.56. And joining me this morning in for Kathy White is Bob Joseph. We'll have the latest headlines for you coming up. In a couple of minutes, we'll get you up to date with what's going on around our community and, uh, of course, what's going on around the world coming up here in just a couple of minutes with uh, ABC News. Tropical Storm Elsa swept over western Cuba with strong rain and winds yesterday, and forecasters say it would move on to the Florida Keys today and Florida's central Gulf Coast by tomorrow. Storm moved over mainly rural areas to the east of Havana after making landfall, a natural park in that area with few inhabitants. Uh, By late afternoon, Elsa's maximum sustained winds had slowed to 50 miles per hour. Its core was about 45 miles southeast of Havana and moving to the northwest at about 14 miles per hour. Elsa has spent Sunday and much of yesterday sweeping parallel to Cuba's southern coast before heading on to land, sparring most of the island from significant effects. The U.S. National Hurricane Center says Elsa was to move back over water overnight before heading for Florida. Tropical storm warnings are up for the Florida Keys. I was talking to uh, my brother-in-law in Tampa yesterday, and he said they thought for a while there they were in the path. Not sure what's going to happen uh, at this point, we'll have to wait and see when it lands. Uh, rescuers will be searching through fresh rubble again today after the last of the collapsed Florida condo building was demolished. Demolition late Sunday allowed crews into previously inaccessible places, including bedrooms where people were believed to be sleeping at the time of the disaster. WNBF First News Time is coming up on 658. And uh, we will get the latest for you. By the way, for the latest information, WNBF.com has all the information you need. We're always updating it. Bob has put up some stories this morning as well as I have. Uh, And uh, you can also check us out through the WNBF app if you 
don't have it, you can download it. It's free wherever you get your apps. You can uh, sign up for push notifications or allow your push notifications uh, on your settings, and you'll get all the information, late-breaking stories that happen here locally uh, as they uh, progress. And, of course, you can listen to us live. You can uh, check out our podcast of previously uh, recorded programs and more. So check it out at WNBF app or WNBF.com. Forty years ago, we lost the great Harry Chapin. So uh, up to ABC News, we'll do some Harry Chapin for you. Hello, honey, it's me. What did you think when you heard me back on the radio? What did the kids say when they knew it was their long-lost daddy-o? How we listen to the radio And I said, that's the place to be And how I got the job as an FM job The day you married me It was two kids and I was into AM rock But I just had to run around It's been eight years since I left you, babe Let me tell you about what's gone down I am the morning DJ Playing all the hits for you, wherever you may be. The bright good morning voice, who's heard but never seen. Feeling all the 45, going on 15. Your trusted source for news and information. This is News Radio 1290, WNBF, Binghamton, and WNBF, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WNBF. Here's Bob Joseph. Reporting live from the WNBF News Center in downtown Binghamton at 71 at 7.04. The forecast, mostly sunny today. Showers and thunderstorms likely starting late in the afternoon with a high of 89. Forecasters are offering some guidance about severe weather today and for the next few days. For this afternoon and this evening, there's a slight risk for severe thunderstorms. The main threat from thunderstorms will be very heavy downpours, damaging winds, and hail. And looking ahead to tomorrow and Thursday, Severe thunderstorms will be possible both days, especially during the afternoon and early evening hours. Some of the storms may produce damaging winds and very heavy downpours. The risk for flooding will increase Thursday as tropical moisture potentially moves into the Twin Tiers. A man was injured during an exchange of gunfire involving Broome County Sheriff's deputies in the town of Windsor. Not much information has been released, but investigators say deputies were sent to a Cascade Valley Road residence at about 12.30 Saturday morning after someone apparently fired a gun toward a vehicle. That vehicle had been turning around near the end of a driveway at the home. According to the sheriff's office, deputies were confronted by a man who was armed with a handgun. There was an exchange of gunfire, and a projectile struck the man in the shoulder. He was taken to Wilson Medical Center in Johnson City. His name 
has not been released, and we don't know his condition. We're told that no sheriff's deputies were hurt in that incident in the town of Windsor. WNBF News Time, 7.06. In Johnson City, they're still trying to find a bank robber. A Main Street bank branch was robbed by a man wearing a mask who then didn't bother with a getaway car. He used a getaway bike. A small mountain bicycle was used to head away from the bank. The bandit reportedly displayed a handgun at the NBT Bank at 331 Main Street and about 120 Friday afternoon. He left the site, which is just north of Wilson Medical Center, with some cash. No injuries were reported. Authorities say the suspect was last seen riding the bike in the area of St. Charles Street, not too far from the bank. Police have been asking people who have security cameras in the area to view video recorded last Friday afternoon from 1.20 to 2.15. People with information about the robbery are asked to contact Johnson City detectives. A woman in Greene County, not far from Albany, has been accused of trying to decapitate her dog with a sword. The Cairo woman was charged with aggravated animal cruelty in connection with an assault that left the animal with a severe slash to its neck. The Greene County Sheriff's Office said the dog was left in extreme pain for eight hours before being taken for life-saving surgery. Authorities did not say how the injured dog was discovered. Five other dogs in the woman's home were seized and turned over to a local humane society. WNBF News Time, 708. A state court official says New York Chief Judge Janet D. Fiore and some relatives received COVID testing from the state at her private Long Island home last summer after a member of the family tested positive. Reports of preferential testing for people connected to Governor Cuomo and his administration when testing was scarce are part of an ongoing impeachment investigation into the governor. Spokesman for the Office of Court Administration confirmed to the Albany Times Union that D. Fiore and family members were tested one at a time at her Southampton residence. New York City is said to be the city that never sleeps. Well, it might be able to live up to its name under one agency proposal for 24-hour entertainment districts where revelers would be able to party all night. The city's office of nightlife is recommending that officials identify areas with low residential density where a limited 24-hour program might be tested. The recommendation is contained in a report issued by the Nightlife Office, where news breaks first. This is News Radio 1290 WNBF, WNBF.com, WNBF News Time 7. Join Bob Joseph weekday mornings 9 till noon for Binghamton Now. Interesting guests around the community, along with your comments and opinions on News Radio 1290. Welcome to First News Binghamton. Now, Doug Mosier with sports on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Let's start with baseball. The battle of the division leaders in the National League, Mets and Brewers. It's 
Swing and a line drive, base hit. Into right field from Michael Conforto. Alonzo scores, and the Mets have put up three here in the seventh against Brandon Woodruff. It's a 4-1 Mets lead as Conforto drives in his 16th of the year. And the Mets win 4-2 over Milwaukee yesterday. St. Louis, Miami, Pittsburgh, Philadelphia, Washington winners. Yankees didn't play yesterday in the American League. Minnesota, Tampa Bay, Detroit, Boston, all winners. Rumble Pony start a six-game home series tonight here at Morabito Stadium against the New Hampshire Fisher Cats. It's a week-long salute to the essential workers, our teachers, our police, firefighters, and EMTs, and heroes abounds. So uh, come on out to the park. Root on your ponies. First pitch tonight, 6.35 p.m. Tonight is the first game of the NBA Finals. Phoenix will host Milwaukee and two teams who have not been there in several years. In fact, the, the Bucks haven't been there since 1974. I think it was the early 90s for the Suns. So it's been uh, many years. Nice to see some new teams in there this year as well. A tragedy in uh, the uh, National Hockey League. Columbus Blue Jackets goaltender Matisse Kelovnix uh, has died following a, a nearby errant fireworks blast. Uh, medical examiner admission says an autopsy has determined that Columbus Blue Jackets goaltender died of chest trauma. Police in Michigan said a mortar-style firework tilted slightly and started to fire towards people nearby Sunday night. Police spokesman said the 24-year-old uh, Kiv Lelniak was in a hot tub and tried to get clear with several other people. And the Atlanta Hawks have signed Nate McMillan as their new head coach, finally getting the word after uh, inheriting the team, a lowly 14-20 and 20 start. Atlanta closed out the season 27-11 and 11 and made it all the way to the conference finals as well. And that is a look at sports. WNBF First News Time. 713. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBS. Well, no traffic accidents to report this morning. Road conditions look good and a relatively hot day ahead of us. Your WNBF Twin Tiers forecast mostly sunny. There is some showers and thunderstorms likely this afternoon that could produce some gusty winds and heavy rain. Temperature is going to be near 90 today. Chance of showers and thunderstorms tonight, otherwise partly cloudy, mid-60s. And a carbon copy of today, tomorrow. Mostly sunny, showers and thunderstorms with some gusty winds and heavy rain possible tomorrow afternoon. Highs again near 90. Right now we're at 71 degrees. It's WNBF's First News. Binghamton welcome you to a Tuesday after a three-day weekend for a lot of people. Getting back to work, celebrating uh, uh, the birth of our nation over the weekend and having some fun. Hopefully you had a chance to unwind a little bit, too. WNBF First News Time 7. Welcome to First News Binghamton on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Here's Doug Mosier. Well, good morning and welcome. Brand new work week. And the 178th day of the year, 187th day of the year, 178 days left. So we're past the halfway point here. Anyway, uh, yeah, 
So on this date, uh, in 1944, an estimated 168 people died in a fire that broke out during a performance in the main tent of the Ringling Brothers and Barnum and Bailey Circus in Hartford, Connecticut. Also, in 1945, President Harry S. Truman signed an executive order establishing the Medal of Freedom. And we lost Louis Armstrong on this date, 1971, jazz trumpeter and singer, died at the age of 69. Hope you're having a great day, whatever you're doing. We thank you for making us a part of it. And uh, coming off the weekend where many people had a chance to celebrate with get-togethers, cookouts, barbecues, swimming, camping, fireworks, of course, were the big thing. And hopefully you were safe and went to the places where they, uh, they had the designated fireworks. I know other people were setting them off. I heard them out there. Yeah, I don't know if it was you or not, but uh, they're definitely there. Check out my article this morning. Uh, I've been uh, talking about the uh, row of vacant buildings that used to be the Binghamton Plaza. I know there's a few businesses in there right now, but uh, several have gone out throughout the years. And my article today is about the last supermarket we had over there before uh, the greater grocery store that's up now. But it's been uh, several years. In fact, uh, 1996 is when the last grocery store on the north side of Binghamton uh, was there. And that, of course, was the Grand Union. So you can find out about my Binghamton flashback, the Grand Union. And by the way, I really appreciate the feedback. People have been calling in, uh, giving us feedback on uh, on different things. All right, WNBF First News Time is 719, and guess what? The Cannes Film Festival is back. It's been 14 months since the last film festival in Cannes. The event pushed back due to COVID-19. This year, all attendees will have to present proof of vaccination or of a negative COVID test. Spike Lee will be president of the jury, and some of the most anticipated movies include Leo's Carrick's Annette and Wes Anderson's The Paris Dispatch. In Esdelicuatera, ABC News. At the foreign desk. Thank you. WNBF First News Time is 7.20 right now. And once again... Let's check in with the latest update from Wall Street. Traders headed back to work will fund the Nasdaq Composite and the Standard & Poor's 500 sitting at new record highs. The Dow Jones had also advanced 152 points going into the long holiday weekend. Retail investors who have driven so-called meme stocks like GameStop and AMC are not slowing down. Data from Vanda Research says individual investors bought nearly $28 billion worth of stocks and exchange-traded funds last month, the most in at least six years. Tyson Foods is recalling nearly eight and a half million pounds of ready-to-eat chicken over concerns about listeria. Those products were all produced at one Missouri plant between last December and April and then shipped nationwide. Winemaker Moet Hennessy has halted shipments of champagne to Russia after that country passed a law declaring that only Russian sparkling wine may be called champagne. Even some Russian wine aficionados think the new law goes way too far. Jim Ryan. ABC News. Thank you, Jim. Well, census taker Linda Rothfield's government-issued iPhone kept directing her back to apartments in San Francisco she already knew were vacant. When she did find apartments that were occupied, she was sometimes turned away because of the pandemic. I had a few landlords who said, it's COVID, you can't come in. Uh, and a national headcount turned upside down by natural disasters, political turmoil, and a deadly virus. Apartment renters proved particularly hard to count last year. That was former census takers and experts worried that the tally failed to account for all of them. Overlooking people in the nation's 44 million rental homes carries a potentially high risk. The census helps determine how $1.5 trillion in federal money is spent each year. 
and the lower numbers would mean less government help to pay for schools, roads, and medical services in those communities. Around 36% of homes in the U.S. are occupied by renters, up to 33% during the last census a decade ago. Yeah, they probably should have revisited that census thing with everything going on. But, uh, you know, with funding in question, I'm sure they, they felt it was important. But it looks like we may have to have a do-over Sometime soon. WNBR First News Time, 722. We are at 71 degrees on our way to temperatures today near 90. And Thunder Boomers rolling in this afternoon. First News Bring on Time. Join Bob Joseph weekday mornings, 9 till noon, for Binghamton Now. Interesting guests around the community, along with your comments and opinions on News Radio 1290. If you're like most local businesses, your biggest challenge has been finding people to hire. That's why we're holding a live in person job fair on August 25th at the Oakdale Mall. It's time to put Binghamton back to work. Our five local radio stations reach over 150,000 people, along with another 95,000 people on Facebook, giving you an unmatched ability to put your career opportunities in front of people who are ready to work. The deadline is Friday, August 20th. Reserve your space today. Call Barbara Meany at Town Square Media Binghamton, 607-772-8400, extension 202. That's Barbara Meany at Town Square Media Binghamton, 607-772-8400, extension 202. And let the Twin Tiers know you're hiring. Welcome to First News Binghamton on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Here's Doug Mosher. 71 to start things off with Bob Joseph joining me this weekend for Kathy Whitehill of the latest headlines for you coming up in about three minutes. It is the Dalai Lama's birthday today, the 14th, 14th annual, the 14th Dalai Lama Tenzin Yetso. He's 86 today. Singer Gene Chandler is 81. Jeannie Seeley, country singer, she's 81 today. And guess what? Former President George W. Bush is 75. Oh, I missed one. Burt Ward. Burt Ward, Robin the Boy Wonder. Burt Ward, guess how old Burt is? He's 76. Batman's official sidekick, a tribute to Burt Ward. Holy ball and chain. Holy caffeine. Holy fruit salad. Holy heart failure. Holy hole in a donut. Holy Las Vegas. Holy mashed potatoes. Holy nightmare. <laughs> what a cheesy, campy series that was. But it was fun, you know. I um, Well, he's 76 today anyway. I was talking to him. My son-in-law, he was saying that, uh, he says, you know, uh, the uh, the original Scooby-Doo cartoons are now on some service that they have at the house, he said, and, and our granddaughter's watching them. She's like seven. And of course, they're the old ones with Casey Kasem, who did the voice of Shaggy, and uh, a little bit different. And he said, well, how come their laugh, laugh tracks are in there? You know, I never really noticed that, but there's a lot of laugh tracks in the Scooby-Doo cartoons, the original ones. There wasn't a lot of those cartoons. Anyway, Burt Ward is 76 today. Actor-director Sylvester Stallone is 75. Fred Dreyer, actor, is 75. Shelley Hack, 74. Uh, Let's see, who else is uh, celebrating? Grant Goodeve is 69. Country singer Nancy Griffith, 68. 
And retired Major League Baseball All-Star Willie Randolph is 67 today. Those are some of the famous folks that are celebrating with us. Oh, rapper 50 Cent, or 50 Cent, depending on how you say it, says here's 46 today. Zion Williamson of the NBA is 21. That guy is, you look at him, look at Zion Williamson. He's, he's a very thick guy. He's very portly, you know, kind of pudgy. But, man, he can skyrocket. You know, it's incredible. And his second year in the uh, in the league, I, I don't know. Anyway, there you have it. Bert Ward is <laughs> 76 today. Check out the latest at WNBF.com. We're putting up stories all the time. There's uh, one story up at a gallery. Please click on it. Ways to protect yourself from harmful sun exposure. I've taken the time to put all that up there for you, so I want you to take a look at it because it might remind you of a couple things that you're not doing. In uh, and we've got a lot more sun this year than we've had. Uh, we had a lot of sun last year too. It's it's kind of uh, a little different for New Yorkers. Rumble ponies paying tribute to the essential workers all week too, so you can check that out. And uh, things going on locally, including vandalism in uh, the town of Make Park, and Bob will have that information coming up for you in just a couple of minutes. But check it out at WNBF.com, and don't forget to download the WNBF app and set it for push notifications, and you'll get all the latest late-breaking news as it happens. Where news breaks first, News Radio 1290 WNBF. Here's Bob Joseph. Reporting live from the WNBF News Center in downtown Binghamton at 71 at 7.30. The forecast, mostly sunny today. Showers and thunderstorms likely. Late this afternoon, high 89. Forecasters do advise that there is a slight risk for severe thunderstorms this afternoon through this evening the main threat from thunderstorms will be very heavy downpours damaging winds and hail an 11 year old boy is dead and his brother is recovering in the hospital after a problem at an iowa amusement park it happened at adventureland park outside des moines when a raft on the raging river ride flipped over the boy's father david jeremillo told ABC News this morning the raft held them under, and while he and other family members were able to escape, two of his sons were stuck. So it was upside down, face down, the boat was on top of him, back of his head. My little one, my little guy, was still in his seatbelt. They were still stuck together. Authorities in Iowa are investigating, trying to determine what caused that problem. As rescue and recovery crews continue their work at the site of the South Florida condo collapse, families have now begun making funeral arrangements for those who died. This is Jim Ryan in Miami Beach. People across the region have come together. So have businesses, including Vista Memorial Gardens, which has set aside 100 grave sites. We have them reserved in case we get the call that there's 100 victims that need help. Jenna Revitz represents the owners of the cemetery. We service all religions. Far from profiting from the disaster, she says, Vista Memorial Gardens is offering the plots to families. Free of charge. Jim Ryan, ABC News, Miami Beach. WNBF News Time, 732. Johnson City Police are still trying to figure out who that guy was. The guy who robbed the bank at 331 Main Street about 1.20 Friday afternoon. He was wearing a mask 
and he got away with some cash. Apparently flashed a black handgun at the NBT bank office near Wilson Medical Center. He didn't have a getaway car. He used a small mountain bike to ride away. Authorities say he was last seen riding the bike in the area of St. Charles Street, not too far from the bank. Now people are being asked to uh, check out any security video they may have recorded in the area from 1.20 to about 2.15 Friday afternoon. If you turn up anything on your security footage, you should contact the Johnson City Police. They might like to look at it. WNBF News Time, 7.33. A man was injured during an exchange of gunfire involving Broome County Sheriff's deputies in the town of Windsor. Deputies were sent to a residence on Cascade Valley Road at about 12.30 Saturday morning after someone fired a gun toward a vehicle. The vehicle apparently was turning around at the end of a driveway. When deputies got there, they were confronted by a man who was armed with a handgun. There was an exchange of gunfire, and a projectile struck the man in the shoulder. He was taken to Wilson Medical Center in Johnson City. His name and condition have not been released. Vandalism in the town of Maine at a park. Broome County Sheriff's Office tried to locate those responsible. Sometime between Wednesday and Saturday morning, people vandalized property at the park between the Maine Memorial Elementary School uh, rather, behind the school on Route 26, authorities say some sheds and buildings were broken into and items were taken. Plus, the words Lost Boys were spray-painted on buildings at the town park. People with information about the incident may contact the Broome County Sheriff's Office Detective Division. WNBF News Time, 734. A 28-year-old man has been pronounced dead after he was found unconscious and unresponsive inside a New York City elevator shaft. Police found the man between the first and second floors of the building, located in the Chinatown section of the city. EMTs at the scene later declared him dead. The New York Post reported emergency crews used a circular saw to cut through a shared wall in a restaurant located in the building in order to remove the body. A man was killed and two other people were wounded when gunfire erupted at a 4th of July block party on Long Island. Nassau County police say two groups got into a fight at the block party and then multiple shots were fired. Police say 27-year-old Tavon Greenhill of Hempstead was pronounced dead at the scene. Where news breaks first, this is News Radio 1290, WNBF, WNBF.com, WNBF News Time, 730. It's the Dan Bongino Show, weekdays, noon to 3, on News Radio 1290, WNBF. What a tremendous honor to announce the launch of the Dan Bongino Show. I grew up a fan of conservative talk radio, so it's really hard to believe I'm here announcing the launch of my own show. We've done some great work in conjunction with a loyal audience in the digital podcast space with the Dan Bongino Gino Show podcast and on social media and some of my work in the, at being a tech entrepreneur as well. But having my own show on terrestrial radio stations across the country is just an unimaginable honor for me. I grew up on a healthy diet of Rush Limbaugh, God rest his soul, Mark Levin, and Sean Hannity. Combine that with my experiences in the Secret Service as a Secret Service agent and with the NYPD, and I think you're going to have a really incredible show you'll be proud of. Thank you all. It means the world to me. I really appreciate it. And again, this is a tremendous honor to announce the launch of the Dan Bongino Show on stations across the country. Thank you very much for your time. Catch the Dan Bongino Show weekdays, noon to 3, on News Radio 1290, WNBF. 
Welcome to First News Binghamton. Now, Doug Mosier with sports on News Radio 1290 WNBF. The Montreal Canadiens have avoided a four game sweep while preventing the Tampa Bay Lightning from celebrating their second straight Stanley Cup. Josh Anderson's second goal of the night came 357 into overtime, gave the Canadiens a 3 2 victory, and staved off the elimination. Uh, the next game will be game number five will be uh, in Tampa on Wednesday, tomorrow night. Checking Major League Baseball, Yankees didn't play. Pete Alonso broke a seventh-inning tie with a two-run double off all-star Brandon Woodruff. And the New York Mets beat the Milwaukee Brewers 4-2 in a matchup of National League Division leaders. Other winners in the National League, St. Louis, Miami, Pittsburgh, Philadelphia, and Washington. Over in the American League, Minnesota, Tampa Bay, Detroit, and Boston. All winners. Rumble Ponies will kick off a six-game home series tonight against the New Hampshire Fisher Cats. It's a week-long celebration of essential workers as well. So uh, the ponies will salute EMTs, firefighters, police, teachers, and heroes. Come on out to the ballpark. First pitch tonight, 6.35 p.m. Tonight's first game in the NBA Finals, Phoenix will host the Milwaukee Bucks, two teams that have not been there for several years, for decades actually, for the Milwaukee Bucks in 1974. I think it was early 90s for the Phoenix Suns. So it ought to be an interesting series and some new faces and new teams. And the Dick Sporting Goods Open saw Cameron Beckman come from behind to win the 50th Dick Sporting Goods Open Championship Golf Tournament at Enjoy. Went minus four on Sunday to finish the tournament at minus 12, and that was enough to secure the win. Ernie Els, his first time on the course, came in second. And that is a look at sports. WNBF First News Time is 740, and joining me right now is my good friend, Karen Sweet O'Neill. Good morning, Karen. Good morning, Doug. How are you? I'm a bonehead. You can go ahead. You can say it. That's all right. You are? I didn't know that. I kept thinking today was Monday. And then well, I. Well, everybody's going to be off. Well, yeah. and then I, when I realized it, I saw the phone blinking on the, the listener line, and then it dawned on me. And I'm so sorry that I missed our call, but I'm glad you're, you're, you're able to call back right now. Oh, sure. You can never be late for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Karen. And I always enjoy having you on the program. So uh, for folks who know this, uh, every Wednesday we get uh, a tip from Karen Sweet O'Neill from KSO Insurance Solutions. She's our independent life and health insurance advisor. And uh, we always talk about something that it really hits a lot of people's lives because everybody's a little different. Karen, what are we going to talk about tomorrow on the show? Well, we're going to talk about one of our favorite subjects, but it's so timely and uh, that is, how much is it going to cost me to go on Medicare, Part A and B, if mm-hmm. I'm eligible? And I just can't tell you, Doug, how many, you know, inquiries we get on a regular basis, weekly, you know, um, usually I'd say probably five to ten. And people are, you know, very concerned because they're, they're like, well, I'm going to be 65 and I'm on my husband's insurance or I'm on work insurance. And I don't want to, you know, I don't want to have a penalty, and I need to go on A and B, and I don't know how this works, and all of that. And it's quite, um, quite interesting mm-hmm. for them once we, you know, make an appointment and we go over everything, because a lot of times they don't have to even do that, depending on their situation. So the main concern for people once they're Medicare eligible and that's the first of the month of your 65th birthday, or if you're on disability Medicare, um, is 
I don't want to get, you know, I don't want to get in trouble. Mm-hmm. I don't want to have to pay a penalty. I want to do everything the right way, and I just don't know what that is. And that's what they're, we're there for. So we're going to fine-tune that a little bit tomorrow. And there's a lot of questions people have. You know, as an independent life and health insurance advisor, Karen is not bound to any particular plan or a particular uh, insurance agency. She can help you find the best one that's best for you. So if you're interested in, in hiring Karen to uh, be your consul- to consult you and uh, help you out with your plan, Karen, what's the best way people can reach you? Uh, one of the best ways is they can just give us a call at 772-4898. They can Google us as well at KSO Insurance. All of our contact information comes up. Or simply go to a phone book, Doug, and there's a big display ad under insurance in the yellow pages. And, folks, if you have questions about Medicare, if you're not sure about A or B and the plan, we're going to talk about that tomorrow about 725. So make sure you're tuned in for the KSO Insurance Solutions Tip of the Week. Karen, again, my apologies for being late on this, but I'm glad you, you called back in. And we'll look forward to talking to you tomorrow. Very good. And no apologies necessary. Have a good morning, Doug. <laughs> you too. Thanks, Karen. Thanks. <laughs> Bye now. Bye-bye. Karen Sweet O'Neill from Insurance Solutions. She is really a nice lady, too, and, and uh, does a great job. And I appreciate that because I was a bonehead this morning and I forgot that she was calling in because, I don't know, I'm on Monday time today. I just feel like it's Monday. WNBF First News Time 7. This, you know how hard it can be to find new customers. Now, Town Square has new tools that can help your business stand out and grow today. Go to GetLocalCustomersNow.com for a free local market competitive analysis that will show you what other businesses in town are doing to find new customers and how you can do it too with Town Square. Plus, be one of the first business owners to sign up with Town Square and get $500 in free advertising on this radio station. Start growing your business today. Visit GetLocalCustomersNow.com. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Well, traffic looks good this morning. We have no accidents to report right now as uh, many people return to work and return from travel over the weekend. Your WNBF Twin Tiers forecast for today, mostly sunny. However, we have some showers and thunderstorms possible this afternoon, and they could produce gusty winds and heavy rain. High today, upper 80s, near 90. For tonight, partly cloudy, chance of showers and thunderstorms, mid-60s. On Wednesday, mostly sunny, and again, a chance of some afternoon showers and thunderstorms with gusty winds and heavy rain. Temperatures near 90 once again, so in the next couple of days... Very, very hot. Right now we're at 71 degrees. Tropical storm Elsa swept over western Cuba with strong rain and winds yesterday. And forecasters say we move on to the Florida Keys today and Florida's central Gulf Coast by tomorrow. Storm moved over mainly rural areas to the east of Havana after making landfall. Uh, by late afternoon, Elsa's maximum sustained winds had slowed to 50 miles per hour. Its core about 45 miles southwest of Havana and moving to the northwest at 14 miles per hour. That was about 3 o'clock this morning. Elsa has spent Sunday and much of yesterday sweeping parallel to Cuba's southeastern or rather southern coast before heading on to land, sparing most of the island from significant effects. Uh, the U.S. National Hurricane Center says Elsa was to move back over water overnight before heading for tropical uh, Florida. Rather, Tropical storm warnings are set up for the Florida Keys, and they're targeting, uh, they were targeting earlier the Tampa area. I'm not sure if it's heading in that direction now or not, but uh, that's what they were talking about. WNBF First News Time is 748, and uh, with tech trends this morning, we're going to find out more about, believe it or not, 
electric trains, electric, uh, well, electric-powered trains, I should say. Well, I thought we were going to. We are. Here you go. Train manufacturer Wabtec is pulling the wraps off a new battery-powered freight locomotive. Eric Gebhardt is the chief technology officer of Wabtec. He says a new flex-drive locomotive uses batteries from General Motors to produce 6 megawatt hours of battery storage. That has about as much energy as 100 of your average Teslas. The new locomotive is designed to be used in tandem with traditional diesel trains by capturing the energy generated from braking. Each time you hit the brakes, you capture about 10 to 20 percent of the total energy content of the batteries. Webtech says it expects a new locomotive to cut down on emissions by 30 percent, but Gebhardt says there's still more to be done. And we're also working in the future to replace the diesel electric locomotives with hydrogen fuel cell locomotives and therefore have a completely decarbonized train. With tech trends of Alex Stone, ABC News. Thank you, Alex. Let's get an entertainment update again with ABC's Jason Nathanson. ABC Entertainment News. Many remembering director Richard Donner. Easy, miss. I've got you. Man behind Superman, Lethal Weapon movies, and The Goonies. Goonies executive producer Steven Spielberg says Donner was all kid, all heart, all the time. And of course, the greatest Goonie of all. Goonies star Sean Astin recalled that Donner had the biggest, boomiest voice you could imagine and a wonderful laugh. And Lethal Weapon star Danny Glover says working with Donner on the franchise was one of the proudest moments of his life, and his heart is broken. Richard Donner died Monday at the age of 91. Blake Shelton and Gwen Stefani now happily ever after. Married over the holiday weekend. Multiple reports say it was an intimate affair at Shelton's Oklahoma ranch. The two have been together for six years. The CBS summer reality show Big Brother hasn't even started yet, and already there's drama. One of the new house guests had to be replaced after testing positive for COVID-19. The new season premieres tomorrow. And rapper 50 Cent is 45 today. Jason Athens in ABC News, Hollywood. Thank you, Jason. WNBF First News Time is 7.51. And uh, fun facts coming up for you in just a minute. And we'll get another look at our two-day four. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Traffic looks good this morning. Nothing to report, no accidents. They were doing some paving on Riverside Drive last week. Don't know if they've done with done if they're done with that or not. It was alternating lanes from Route 201 to the city line, and they are working on the South Side Bridge in Binghamton as well, and probably some other milling and paving projects around the counties that you may encounter counter today. They move around quite a bit to get things done, so weather permitting, uh, they're going to get that in when they can. It's going to be a hot day today. Your WNBF Twin Tiers forecast, mostly sunny, but we do have a chance of showers and thunderstorms mainly this afternoon that could produce gusty winds and heavy rain. Temperatures will be near 90 today. Tonight, partly cloudy, showers, T-storms possible overnight, mid-60s, and then pretty much the same tomorrow as we're going to get today. Mostly sunny, chance of showers and thunderstorms in the afternoon with some gusty winds and heavy rain and highs again near 90. We're at 71 degrees right now. Time to test your knowledge of facts and fiction with a little help from America's most cantankerous judge. It's WNBF's. That's the truth. Or. That's baloney. Fun facts. Just remember, I know everything. Find out how much you know. Here we go. Fun fact number one. Casa Marzu. That's spelled C-A-S-U-M-A-R-Z-U. Casa Marzu is a traditional Sardian sheep milk cheese that contains live maggots. 
Casu Marzu is a traditional Sardinian sheep milk cheese that contains live maggots. Please don't tell me this is true. That's the truth. Yeah, the maggots are put into cheese to promote fermentation and break down the cheese fats. The cheese has a very soft texture. The maggots appear as translucent white worms. If the maggots in the cheese have died, aficionados consider it unsafe to eat the cheese. So only cheese with living maggots is usually eaten. So if you're if you've got a, a plate of never mind, I don't want to. Say, <laughs> you're putting down your breakfast, right? That's it, Doug. I'm done. No breakfast for me. Uh, check that oatmeal out. Fun fact number two. Bulls do not see red. Bulls do not see red. Well, then how does the matador and the toreador do it? Well, anyway. That's the truth. Yeah, bulls don't see red. Cows, including bulls, are generally red-green colorblind. They are reacting to the motion of the fabric, not the color. So it could be any color, really. It doesn't matter. They just don't like things waved in front of their faces. Adjusting for inflation, The Exorcist, which came out in 1973, the highest grossing R-rated movie of all times in the United States. Adjusting for inflation, The Exorcist, 1973, the highest grossing R-rated movie of all time in the United States. What do you think? That's the truth. Scared the living hell out of me, that movie did, you know? The kids look at it today and they're like, you think that's scary? The kids are so desensitized. That was a scary movie, man. People used to think they were possessed and everything. Just freaking out everyone. Fun fact number four. Charlie Chaplin released the second talking film after Al Jolson's The Jazz Singer. Charlie Chaplin released the second talking film after the release of the first talkie, The Jazz Singer with Al Jolson. What do you think? That's baloney. Well, you knew one of them was going to be. Charlie Chaplin didn't release his first film with sound until 13 years after the first talkie. He was a standout. He didn't want to do it. And finally, fun fact number five, In God We Trust did not become the official U.S. national motto until 1956. In God We Trust did not become the official U.S. national motto until 1956. What do you think? Was it earlier than that? That's the truth. Oh, it is the truth. It is the truth. I guess. Are you thick or what? And that, my friends, are fun facts for today. Coming up, ABC World Headlines, followed by Bob Joseph in for Kathy White this week with local headlines. Things going on around our community. We'll get some sports in there as well. Next hour, we'll check in with Broomtauga Workforce New York for their job report and i know they got a huge job fair going on today at marabito stadium so we'll find out a little bit more about that i'm sure and any information we get throughout the day any evening you can check it out at wnbf.com we're always putting up new stories new information for you and if you have the wnbf app which you can download for free wherever you get your apps whether they're android or their iphone uh, and you can put that on your smartphone or your tablet and we'll send you push notifications if you'd like. You can always shut those off. And we never send anything late, so you won't have to worry about being woke up at 2 o'clock in the morning. But we do give you the latest information on what's going on in our community. It's a great way to keep up with things happening here in our area. Plus, you can listen to us live wherever you go. You're going on vacation somewhere far away. You can take us along with you. And our podcasts are there, too. All right. Coming up, we'll check in with Bob. Another hour of first news on the way at WNBF Binghamton and WNBF.com. 71 degrees. Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF.
Here's Bob Joseph reporting live from the WNBF News Center in downtown Binghamton at 71 at 8.04. The forecast, mostly sunny today. Showers and thunderstorms likely late this afternoon into the evening. Some of the storms could produce gusty winds and heavy rain. High today, 89. And looking at the risk of severe weather for the next few days, forecasters with the National Weather Service say there is a slight risk for severe thunderstorms this afternoon through this evening. The main threat from the thunderstorms will be very heavy downpours, damaging winds, and hail. Then for Tomorrow and Thursday, severe thunderstorms possible both days, especially during the afternoon and early evening hours. Some of the storms tomorrow and Thursday could produce damaging winds and very heavy downpours. The risk for flooding may increase on Thursday as tropical moisture potentially moves into the Twin Tiers. Workers have moved into a new headquarters building for National Pipe and Plastics in the town of Union. The office complex was constructed on North Page Avenue just east of the company's PVC pipe factory on Mills Avenue. National Pipe shifted production from Vestal to the West Endicott site about seven years ago. The company also operates a factory in Greensboro, North Carolina. The new headquarters facility was built on property National Pipe purchased from Broome County for $100,000 in 2018. An abandoned Endicott Johnson shoe factory on the site across from West Endicott Park was demolished. Construction on the office building was slowed by the COVID pandemic. National Pipe's corporate offices had been located at Vestal and Commerce Roads in Vestal. Authorities say a man was injured during an exchange of gunfire involving Broome County Sheriff's deputies in the town of Windsor. Investigators say deputies were sent to a Cascade Valley Road residence at about 12.30 Saturday morning after someone fired a gun toward a vehicle. The vehicle had been turning around near the end of a driveway. According to the sheriff's office, deputies were confronted by a man armed with a handgun. There was an exchange of gunfire, and a projectile struck the man in the shoulder. He was taken to Wilson Medical Center in Johnson City. His name hasn't been released, and we don't know his condition. No sheriff's deputies were hurt in that incident in the town of Windsor. WNBF News Time, 807. In western New York, authorities responding to a house fire found explosive devices and a guy with burns to his face and hands. Police in North Tonawanda, outside Buffalo, say the man initially told officers he had burned food in the kitchen. But they say that didn't explain the large amount of smoke, so detectives were called in. Police have not said what type of explosives were found in the home. They say the occupant was taken to a hospital with burns and charges against him are pending. Johnson City Police are hoping to be able to charge someone in connection with a bank robbery that happened late Friday afternoon. Actually, it was early Friday afternoon. A bandit reportedly flashed a black handgun at the NBT Bank at 331 Main Street at about 1.20 p.m. He left the site just north of Wilson Medical Center with some cash. Authorities say he used a bike, a small mountain bicycle, to get away. 
He was last seen riding the bike near St. Charles Street, not far from the bank. Police are asking people with security cameras in the neighborhood to check out their video that was recorded between 1.20 and 2.15 last Friday afternoon. Anyone with information about the robbery may contact Johnson City Police Detectives. Where news breaks first, this is News Radio 1290, WNBF, WNBF WNBF.com, WNBF News Time. Welcome to First News Binghamton. Now, Doug Mosier with Sports on News Radio 1290, WNBF. All right, let's go to the, the NHL. Stanley Cup Finals, Montreal and Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay up 3-0, game going into overtime. Lightning trying to set it up, but Anderson's able to get it out, and he'll turn the corner on Ruta. He's got a man in front. Ruta gets back, chased by Caulfield. Anderson scores! Josh Anderson, the overtime hero, and the Canadians are still alive. Montreal avoiding a four-game sweep while preventing the Tampa Bay Lightning from celebrating their second straight Stanley Cup with a 3-2 win. Josh Anderson's second goal of the night, 3.57 into overtime. And the Canadians stave off elimination for another day. Game 5 tomorrow night in Tampa, unless that hurricane hits. Checking baseball, Yankees had the day off, didn't play. Minnesota, Tampa Bay, Detroit, Boston, all winners in the American League. In the National League, Pete Alonso breaking a seventh inning tie with a two-run double off All-Star Brandon Woodruff, and the Mets beat the Milwaukee Brewers four to two in a matchup of the National League division leaders. Other winners: St. Louis, Miami, Pittsburgh, Philadelphia, and Washington. Winners of Binghamton Rubble Ponies in action tonight here at home at Morabito Stadium. They start off a six-game home series against the New Hampshire Fisher Cats, and a week-long salute to essential workers as well. And tonight is Game 1 of the NBA Finals in Phoenix as the Suns will host the Bucks. Neither team has been there for many years, and championships abound for somebody. So we've got a new, uh, a new face or a new team, uh, which is kind of refreshing. And that's a look at sports. WNBF First News Time, 812. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Road conditions look good this morning, nothing to report. Maybe some construction going on the Southside Bridge in Binghamton, and also they were working on Riverside Drive. They started a pavement project last week. Not sure if they finished that yet. Uh, it could be alternating lanes in some portions of Riverside from Route 201 to the city line. Your WNBF Twin Tiers forecast, it's a hot day today, mostly sunny. There's a chance of showers and thunderstorms this afternoon that could produce gusty winds and heavy rain. Highs today near 90 for tonight, partly cloudy, showers and thunderstorms, mid-60s. And on Wednesday, the same as today. We've got mostly sunny, chance of showers and thunderstorms in the afternoon with, again, chances of gusty winds and heavy rain and highs near 90. And right now, let's get an official temperature. We were at 71. Have we gone up any? Yeah, we're at 72 right now. WNBF First News, Binghamton, Doug Mosier, along with Bob Joseph this week in for Kathy White with local headlines for you. We'll get more information coming up here from Wall Street and more on the way as we continue with WNBF's First News, Binghamton, 72. is WNBF First News. Here's Doug Mosier. You know that- 
that it would be untrue You know that I would be a liar If I was to say to you Girl, we couldn't get much higher Come on, baby, light my fire Come on, baby, light my fire Try to set the night on Well, this past July 3rd, this past Saturday, fans uh, converged on the cemetery in Paris uh, for the 50th anniversary of the death of rock figure Jim Morrison from The Doors. Rock music lovers from France and across the world uh, came there. The Doors' front man is buried. Many thought candles and pictures and some burned incense and sticks near the grave. Morrison led The Doors to several major hits between 1965 and 1971, including Hello, I Love You, Touch Me, Riders on the Storm, and uh, their big anthem, the one we just played a clip of, Light My Fire. John Densmore, drummer for The Doors, recalls when they got the news. Ray and I and Robbie were jamming at The Doors workshop where we recorded L.A. Woman. And, uh, you know, he had been away for a few months and we wanted to make music and we were jamming on stuff, hoping he'd be back to help us. And then the manager came downstairs and said Jim had passed. And it was kind of, this was the time of the Paul McCartney's dead or whatever the hell. Is this really true? I don't know. So we told the manager to go fly over there and find out, and he did. All right, then. John Densmore recalling uh, the death of Jim Morrison this past uh, Saturday, 50th anniversary of his death. All right, WNBF First News time is 818. And let's get another peek into Wall Street, in a Wall Street update. Traders headed back to work will fund the Nasdaq Composite and the Standard & Poor's 500, sitting at new record highs. The Dow Jones had also advanced 152 points going into the long holiday weekend. Retail investors who've driven so-called meme stocks like GameStop and AMC are not slowing down. Data from Vanda Research says individual investors bought nearly $28 billion worth of stocks and exchange-traded funds last month the most in at least six years. Tyson Foods is recalling nearly 8.5 million pounds of ready-to-eat chicken over concerns about listeria. Those products were all produced at one Missouri plant between last December and April and then shipped nationwide. Winemaker Moet Hennessy has halted shipments of champagne to Russia after that country passed a law declaring that only Russian sparkling wine may be called champagne. Even some Russian wine aficionados think the new law goes way too far. Jim Ryan, ABC News. Thank you, Jim. WNBF First News Time is 8.20, and the Cannes Film Festival is back on. It's been 14 months since the last film festival in Cannes. The event pushed back due to COVID-19. This year, all attendees will have to present proof of vaccination or of a negative COVID test. Spike Lee will be president of the jury, and some of the most anticipated movies include Leo's Carrick's Annette and Wes Anderson's The Paris Dispatch. In as Deliquitera, ABC News, at the Foreign Desk. Oh, well, they were supposed to be treats, but once authorities learned it was a trick, a prison guard was fired and arrested. Authorities at a woman's prison in South Carolina said Marcy Schaefer opened a batch of Rice Krispie treats, pushed some prescription stimulant pills inside, and put them in a plastic bag. She was nabbed as she tried to bring the treats into the Camille Graham Correctional Institution last week. It apparently wasn't the most artful of deceptions. An image from prison officials shows orange pills peeking out from inside of the snacks. What were you thinking? What did he say? Him say, you big dummy. (laughs) All right. 72 degrees. First news, baby.
Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Well, I'm not sure if they're working on Riverside Drive or not this week. I haven't received any other statements. I know they were starting last week and we had some real hot weather. May not have finished it, so there's a possibility there still may be some alternating lanes along Riverside Drive from 201 to the city line. That's possible. They're also working on the Southside Bridge in Binghamton as well. That's going to continue for a while. And I'm sure around the area there's milling and paving going on in different parts of the counties here in our listening area. So just something to think about. Summertime is always a time to improve our road structures and, you know, it's all in the name of progress. Your WNBF Twin Tiers forecast. It's going to be a hot one today and tomorrow. Mostly sunny both days. Showers and thunderstorms rolling in. And those storms, afternoon storms, could contain some gusty winds and heavy rain for both today and tomorrow. Temperatures are going to be near 90 both days. And tonight, a chance of showers and thunderstorms, partly cloudy, mid-60s. And right now we're at 72 degrees. This week's new entertainment releases include new music from Jacob Dylan and the Wallflowers and a reboot of Gossip Girl less than 10 years after the CW series ended. TV viewers with fond memories of the short-lived HBO series Enlightened will be eager to check out The White Lotus, the channel's new entry from creator Mike White. Marvel's long-awaited Black Widow standalone with Scarlett Johansson comes to Disney Plus on Friday for a $29.99 rental, as well as debuting simultaneously in theaters nationwide. And PBS, the Latino experience, takes a creative approach to the varied experiences of an ethnic group that uh, represents nearly a fifth of Americans. Some of the things going on in the world of entertainment. Going on in the world of WNBF, uh, the big news, of course, over the weekend was the Dick Sporting Goods Open. Cameron Beckman coming from behind to win on Sunday at minus four on Sunday to finish the tournament at minus 12 and secured the 50th 2021 Dick Sporting Goods 50th anniversary. We didn't have one last year. But uh, it's back again, and uh, it was an exciting weekend. We had lots of reports from Roger Neal over the weekend talking about uh, the Dick Sporting Goods Open and giving us uh, the leaderboard and talking about who's in, who's doing what. And, uh, yeah, a lot of people turned out and turned out to be a great, great uh, tournament. Ernie Els coming in second, just behind Beckman. And then there were several that came in, I think, in third place. You can find out more at WNBF.com and the past winners of the Dick's Sporting Goods Open as well. There's some pictures there. we got a gallery of that to kind of remind you of uh, some of the winners we've had in the past. My flashback today, and I've, I've been doing these flashback articles because well, I've lived here pretty much all my life. And so I've seen a lot of changes. As those of you who are Binghamtonians uh, and have been here, and natives probably have too. And even if you're new to the area, it's always interesting to uh, to read up about our heritage and, and some things that uh, we had here uh, in the area. So I've been talking lately about the uh, Binghamton Plaza and all the different stores that were there at one time and how it was a fun place to go and just even just hang out. When you were a teenager, you could go there. To, you know, they had a pool hall and uh, movie theaters and all kinds of things, import music store. So uh, my flashback for today is the Grand Union, although the picture I have on it isn't the one at the plaza, but it is a picture of a, a classic Grand Union supermarket and some fun memories. You know, whenever you look at something, whether it's a, you think about it, rather, you vision it in your mind, something from the past. There's always some kind of an association with something you did. And <laughs> my association with the Grand Union probably wasn't the best of all, but you can read about it. 
Um, there were some fun times, though. And, uh, you know, all in the name of, uh, obviously, progress, p- things move on. But I miss those days. I miss the days of uh, the department stores going in and, and, and gathering with people. And you know, everybody's so isolated now, and, and not even with COVID, just isolated with our phones and texting people and not actually physically talking to them. And I don't know, you know. It's a weird time. Rubble Ponies paying tribute to essential workers all week long, and uh, they will be saluting our teachers tonight. Vital part of the education and future of our children as well. Teachers have had a rough year as well, and uh, we salute them tonight. And throughout the week, they'll be re- they'll be saluting the uh, firefighters, EMTs, police, and uh, heroes abound as well. So get on out to the stadium and enjoy the Rumble Ponies as they start off a six-game series tonight against the New Hampshire Fisher Cats. And uh, it's summertime, so it's time for baseball. It's time for fun. Get on out there to the park and enjoy it. Go Ponies! Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Here's Bob Joseph. Reporting live from the WNBF News Center in downtown Binghamton. It's 71 in downtown Binghamton at 8.30. The forecast, today mostly sunny. Showers and thunderstorms likely this afternoon. Some of the storms could produce gusty winds and heavy rain. The high around 89. We're now hearing from the parents of the 11-year-old boy who died at an Iowa amusement park. A raft on a water ride flipped with the Jermillo family still strapped into their seatbelts. David Jermillo told ABC News about how the tragedy unfolded. He said when the round family-sized raft turned upside down, his boys were stuck under the surging force of the water. Our heads were hitting and we're scrambling trying to get the belts off and we're all scared. Uh, we were, I, I see the silhouettes of my sons trying to grab each other, grab us. They wanted us to help them. We couldn't do it. I'm trying to get us out. The cause of that uh, deadly incident in Iowa is under investigation. The broad coalition that ousted Benjamin Netanyahu from the prime minister's office after 12 years always had faced a central challenge, finding unity on legislative matters that could bridge their political differences. Led by Prime Minister Naftali Bennett, the new Israeli government is made of right, center, and left-wing parties including, for the first time, an Arab party. The new government suffered its first parliamentary defeat last night on the matter of Palestinian citizenship. The coalition carved out a compromise among the right and its Arab party, but one rebel broke ranks. It was the work of Benjamin Netanyahu. It's a victory for Israeli Arabs and the first failure for Prime Minister Naftali Bennett. His new government failing to muster the votes to renew a modified law barring citizenship for Palestinian spouses in the West Bank and Gaza. Opposition leader Benjamin Netanyahu defeating the law his only coup party devised years ago, saying the priority is to topple Bennett's coalition. Israeli Arabs celebrating the chance to apply for Israeli citizenship for their Palestinian spouses, some forced to live apart. Jordana Miller, ABC News, Jerusalem. WNBF News Time, 832. Authorities say a man was hurt during an exchange of gunfire involving Broome County Sheriff's deputies in the town of Windsor. Investigators said the deputies were sent to a home on Cascade Valley Road about 1230 Saturday morning. 
with a report that someone had fired a gun toward a vehicle. That vehicle had been turning around near the end of a driveway. According to the sheriff's office, deputies were confronted by a man who was armed with a handgun. There was an exchange of gunfire, and a projectile struck the man in the shoulder. He was taken to Wilson Medical Center in Johnson City. His name hasn't been released, and we don't know his condition. Johnson City Police still trying to find the man who robbed a bank on Main Street. The man was wearing a mask, got away with some cash, and then drove off on a small mountain bicycle. The robbery happened at about 1.20 Friday afternoon at the NBT Bank office at 331 Main Street, just north of Wilson Medical Center. Authorities say the man was last seen riding the bike in the area of St. Charles Street, not far from the bank. Police are asking people with security cameras to review their video footage recorded from 1.20 to about 2.15 Friday afternoon. If you see something that looks interesting, contact the Johnson City Police Detectives. Investigators of the Broome County Sheriff's Office are trying to find who the culprits are for damage at the town of Maine Park sometime between Wednesday and Saturday morning. People vandalized property at the park between the main Memorial Elementary School, or actually behind the school, on Route 26. Authorities say some sheds and buildings were broken into, and some stuff was taken. The words Lost Boys were spray-painted on buildings at that park in the town of Maine. WNBF News Time, 834. Long Island police say a motorboat passenger was thrown overboard when the boat he was riding, riding in headed uh, jetty happened over the weekend. Suffolk County police say the man remained missing hours later, and the pilot of the boat was arrested for operating while intoxicated. The boat hit a jetty in Sayville. Early Monday morning, police say a 25-year-old man was thrown overboard. He wasn't wearing a life jacket. The Coast Guard assisted officers from police agencies and fire departments in searching for the man. At last word, they were still looking for him. And a man was killed and two other people were wounded when gunfire erupted at a 4th of July block party on Long Island. Nassau County police say two groups got into a fight at a block party in Roosevelt Sunday night. There were multiple shots fired. Police say 27-year-old Tavon Greenhill of Hampstead was pronounced dead at the scene. A 31-year-old woman and a 21-year-old man were taken to the hospital for treatment of gunshot wounds. Where news breaks first, this is News Radio 1290, WNBF, WNBF.com, WNBF News Time, 835. Well, good morning to you, Bob Joseph. Oh, good morning. Did you have a great weekend? It was fabulous. Yeah. All set for uh, the four-day work week? Well, I'll do do the best I can. It's it's a rough job, but somebody's got to do it, you know? That's true. So what do you got coming up on the show today? Anything special? Uh, coming up at 9.30 in the studio, Broome County District Attorney Michael Korchak. And then during the 10 o'clock hour, we'll talk about city issues with Binghamton Mayor Richard David. Awesome. We'll look forward to that. And, of course, in between and around there, Bob will be taking your phone calls as well. Absolutely. So we'll want to know what your favorite illegal fireworks were. And he may have a few questions as well. So I'm, <laughs> I'm going to ask. I guarantee 
I guarantee between 9 and noon, I will ask a few questions. So stay tuned for that. Binghamton Now with Bob coming up a little bit after the top of the hour this morning till noon. Right here on WNBF News Radio. To get your free copy, just go to growwealthsafely.com. That's growwealthsafely.com to discover how to rescue your retirement. Growwealthsafely.com. Welcome to First News Binghamton with Doug Mosier on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Well, 187 days have passed already into this brand new year, 2021. Hard to believe we're more than halfway through with 178 more days left. Hurricane Elsa due to hit the, the keys, and it looks like the path is taking it right through Charleston and right up uh, through uh, Ocean City and that area there. Tropical Storm Elsa. They're showing some pictures from uh, the Keys, and things are starting to kick up a little bit. Wind's starting to hit South Florida. About 3 a.m. this morning, it was uh, uh, just passing through Cuba and heading up, and it was due to hit the Keys sometime this morning. 60-mile-an-hour winds right now, and it's moving about 12 miles an hour, so relatively small, slow, but... uh, no remnants of it around this area. We're going to see some, uh, well, we got some hot weather the next couple of days. How hot? Well, around 90 degrees. But with that, of course, we'll bring the humidity and our afternoon showers and thunderstorms with some gusty winds and heavy rain for today and tomorrow. You can expect some of that. It's a good thing I guess I got a lot of my lawn work done over the weekend and things I needed to get done. Lawn mode, of course. You know, when it starts raining, your, your lawn just grows crazy. But other things uh, to get done, as we all normally do this time of year, outdoor things, you know. So uh, I guess when it's raining, I'll be sitting inside around my porch, enjoying that. A lot of fireworks this weekend. Uh, Highland Park, of course, always one of the best around the area. Had a chance to see a little bit of that. And some, uh, of course, some some local uh, fireworks displays from residential people. It was all over the place. People were lighting off fireworks and doing things. But uh, you got to be careful, you know. You have to be careful with it. There was a tragedy with a hockey player, uh, a really freak death. But uh, And then there was a guy in, was it Maryland or somewhere? The Well, I think the Ocean City, Maryland people are somewhere in that area. Their fireworks went off. There was a guy who had fireworks in his backyard. He had way, I don't know, He was maybe he was selling them or getting ready to sell them, and they went off. So, uh, yeah. A lot of fireworks news. And uh, for me, I like to go to the parks and enjoy the professionals doing them. For years, I used to do the music uh, for the Highland Park fireworks. And I worked with, at that time, Charlie Hill. I don't know if he's still doing them or not. uh, Did the fireworks then and his crew, and they did an awesome job. It was funny because we would get together and we'd go through the music and we'd talk about what songs we wanted. And we'd always, obviously always pick patriotic songs like Neil Diamond's America and God Bless the USA and some of the other ones. And uh, we would always discuss when we were going to do them, where we were going to do them, gave them a copy of the music. We went through it, talked about it. And then, lo and behold, when the fireworks went off at 9.30, we, we would play them over the radio. I was working at a different radio station at that time lo and behold 9 30 boom it would go off without a hitch and i was always amazed and i still to this day don't know how he did it i was always amazed at how choreographed 
the fireworks were with the, with the music. Things that happened in the course of the song, a crescendo here or something here, you'd have an explosion or, a, you know, it was just uh, done very well. And I'm sure uh, still done very well. And, and not only that, speaking of people who do a professional job, the Town of Union, you can't ask for a better group. I don't know. I'm not sure who's up there right now. I know Ray was there and Barb was there back when I did it, and uh, some other people that really uh, did a great job uh, with the with the park, with the safety. With you think about all the people because that draws around and not just people in the park, but it probably draws a hundred thousand people around the area with people you know in residential areas, people coming down to watch the fireworks. There's a lot of houses and a lot of places uh, in the area that you can see the the fireworks visible from so you don't necessarily have to be within the park and uh it's always one of the best for years have gone there montrose had their celebration uh they had fireworks sunday night at the high school but then they had their montrose days yesterday and bill flynn was there along with kevin bixby heard some of their reports here on wnbf and uh yeah, it sounds like they were having a good time and a lot of fun. So whatever you did this past week, and I hope it was fun for you. I hope you had a chance to unwind, reboot, and get ready for, you know, uh, a four-day work week. As I said, it's it's a tough job, but somebody's got to do it. 842 right now. We're at 72 degrees. It's WNBF's First News. This is WNBF First News. Here's Doug Mosier. And it is time for our Broom Tiger Workforce Job Report. I know they got the big job fair going on today, so we'll check in right now with Steve. Good morning, Steve. Good morning, Doug. Ready for I know you guys are excited. You worked hard to put this together, but I'm sure you're going to mention it here in your job report, so go right ahead. Absolutely, yeah. For the job report today, I am just going to highlight a whole bunch of the employers that are coming through today and and some of the job positions that they're going to have open. Um, we just have so many jobs, so many opportunities that are going to be at the Marabito Stadium today from 4.30 to 6.30. Uh, just, just come on in, walk in friendly, over 50 employers. And so we're going to highlight some of those positions that are open right now. Um, and so we've got advanced manufacturing um, employers such as BAE, Sam Screen, EMT Metals, Buckingham Manufacturing, Mason Knight, VNS New York Galvanizing, Trivium Packaging, AtCore, uh, NYMAT Machine Tool, Bailey Lumbering, Wagner Lumber, Triple Cities Metal Finishing, CH Thompson, with available positions such as industrial sewing machine option, uh, operators, help desk analysts, general laborers, production workers from first and second shift, forklift operators, uh, line operators, entry-level manufacturing, at least 40 positions for entry-level manufacturing, and technical writers. Uh, we've got healthcare and human services, United Health Services, Lords, Ascension, um, Bridgewater Center, OPWDD, Achieve, Good Shepherd Communities, uh, helping celebrate abilities, Family Enrichment Network, Volunteers of America, Oneonta Jobs Corps Academy, positions such as Direct Care and LPN, CNAs, Home Health Aides, Housekeepers, Activity Aides, Athletic Trainers, Environmental Service Workers, uh, Food and Nutrition Workers, Medical Receptionists. We have got Warehouse and Transportation, Dick's Sporting Goods, FedEx Ground, Bernie Bus, Willow Run Foods, Wedding Gown Preservation Company, Lineage Logistics, and BC Transit. With such positions as CDLA drivers, at least 20 positions for that one, warehouse selectors, forklift operators, package handlers, material handlers, 
Financial Customer Service, Security Mutual Life Insurance of New York, Visions, Nationwide Credit, Marabito Holdings, Charter Communications, what we all call Spectrum locally here, Speedway, Paper Alternatives, uh, with positions such as uh, Branch Member Account Operator, uh, Cooks, Security, Hotel, uh, we've got construction trades. We've got the um, National Guard will be there doing some recruiting. And then we have our staffing agencies and professional services, our Tioga Downs Casino Resort, Eastern Staffing Recruiting, STCR, StaffWorks, DNR Technical Solutions, Staff Kings Personnel and Healthcare, Express Employment, Manpower, and Remedy Staffing, um, all looking for positions uh even expanded from from what I have already highlighted today here at our uh, our job report spotlight. So if you are at all interested and you want some more information maybe about any of these positions, we can give you a little bit more detail on any one, give us a call, 607-778-2136. Find us on Facebook. Find us on our website, broomtigerworks.com. Uh, or just make sure that you find your way down to the stadium today from 4.30 to 6.30. Our staff will be on hand to help direct you to people that can provide you with the next opportunity. There are over a 1,000 jobs available today. It's incredible, Stephen. You know, uh, these are thriving and expanding businesses as well. And, folks, if you're looking for a job or you know somebody, you could very well be hired by the end of the day. So we want to get Binghamton back to work, our area back to work, as well as the country. This is a great job fair. As you mentioned, Steve, over a 1,000 positions available. Get out there to the park, Marambito Stadium, 430 to 630 today. Steve, we'll look forward to talking to you guys again on Workforce Wednesday tomorrow. Absolutely. Have a good day, and we'll see you guys at the stadium. All right. Take care. Why not? All right, yeah, definitely get out there today and, and check it out. That job fair uh, is going to have a lot of uh, employers that are looking to hire. And if you're looking to get back into work, this could be your day. Check it out. WNBF First News Time 851. We're going to wrap things up here and get ready for Bob Joseph. He is not only in for Kathy White today, he's your humble host again for Binghamton Now from 9 to Catch the Dan Bongino Show weekdays, noon to 3 on News Radio 1290 WNBF. What a tremendous honor to announce the launch of the Dan Bongino Show. I grew up a fan of conservative talk radio, so it's really hard to believe I'm here announcing the launch of my own show. We've done some great work in conjunction with a loyal audience in the digital podcast podcast space with the Dan Bongino Show podcast and on social media and some of my work in the, uh, being a tech entrepreneur as well. But having my own show on terrestrial radio stations across the country is just an unimaginable honor for me. I grew up on a healthy diet of Rush Limbaugh, God rest his soul, Mark Levin and Sean Hannity. Combine that with my experiences in the Secret Service as a Secret Service agent and with the NYPD and I think you're going to have a really incredible show you'll be proud of. Thank you all. It means the world to me. I really appreciate it and again, this is a tremendous honor to announce the launch of the Dan Bongino Show on stations across the country. Thank you very much for your time. Catch the Dan Bongino Show weekdays, noon to 3, on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Welcome to First News Binghamton on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Here's Doug Mosher. Thank you, my friends, and uh, welcome. Just a couple more minutes of the show here before we turn things over to ABC World Headlines and Bob Joseph with WNBF's Binghamton Now. Remember when batteries were like 40 bucks, you know, or less, $25? You could just pop the old one out and put it in your car. It's not that way anymore. They're like a couple hundred bucks for some of them, and... And many of them are buried inside your firewall. you got to open up something that apparently has something to do with everything runs off your battery now. you know. And they last, a, they, they last so long, but um, you'd think they could make a battery that would last the life of your car. 
you know i don't know how they would go about doing that but some kind of a contraption but anyway i was just thinking about that the other day because somebody had mentioned to me they needed a battery and they got to pay like 200 bucks for one i'm like wow you've come a long way you know and you can't put them in yourself anymore a lot of them because they're like i said they're some of them uh, some of the different model cars uh, they're in like the firewall you can't get to them you got to take off a bunch of stuff to get in there I mean, maybe some of you can do it but layman people like me I can't do it. Speaking of batteries, uh, battery electric automotive now in the news. Train manufacturer Wabtec is pulling the wraps off a new battery-powered freight locomotive. Eric Gebhardt is the chief technology officer of Wabtec. He says a new flex-drive locomotive uses batteries from General Motors to produce 6 megawatt hours of battery storage. That has about as much energy as 100 of your average Teslas. The new locomotive is designed to be used in tandem with traditional diesel trains by capturing the energy generated from braking. Each time you hit the brakes, you capture about 10 to 20 percent of the total energy content of the batteries. Webtech says it expects a new locomotive to cut down on emissions by 30 percent, but Gebhardt says there's still more to be done. And we're also working in the future to replace the diesel electric locomotives with hydrogen fuel cell locomotives and therefore have a completely decarbonized train. With tech trends of Alex Stone, ABC News. Thank you, Alex. WNBF First News Time. 8.58 coming up. Uh, ABC News just a little bit. A few ticks from now. Tropical Storm Elsa about to hit the uh, South Florida coast. And uh, they're looking at the trajectory of it to go right up the East Coast and right into the Carolinas and up through Ocean City in that way over the next five days. At 60 mile an hour winds right now, they're still classifying it as a tropical storm. And uh, wind is blowing around and palm trees are swaying and we'll keep you updated on that as well. Doesn't look like it's going to be anywhere near us, uh, the remnants of it that is, but it does look like it's going to go up through maybe the Tampa area and around and head east. All right. That about does it for our Tuesday shoe. That uh, I still think it's Monday. I'm thinking it's Monday. I forgot poor Karen Sweet O'Neill this morning. We do our, our teas on Tuesdays, and I was thinking it was Monday. And Finally did talk to her, though. We'll be talking to her tomorrow about 725. Medicare A and B plans and what you should know about them and some questions I have, actually, about them as well. So uh, we'll find out more about that. Job fair going on today. Marabito Stadium from 4.30 to 6.30 tonight. And then the Ponies in town to take on the New Hampshire Fisher Cats, too. And they're in town for six games. Central Workers Night. We'll be saluting uh, teachers tonight and different uh, different essential workers throughout the week as well. So thank you so much for spending time together. Stay tuned. Bob's got an uh, exciting and fun-filled show, an action-packed show coming up for you. We'll do it again tomorrow. WNBF Binghamton and WNBF.com. Good morning.